This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey everyone, I'm Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. Welcome back. Today I'm going to continue talking from the book Soul Keeping by John Ortberg, a book I read over the course of the final days of our vacation in Yellowstone and Jackson Hole, and it really impacted me, and I wanted to share a couple of things from the book today. In the book, John Ortberg goes to, on a sabbatical actually, he goes on a sabbatical, is kind of a, a, a forced sabbatical by his church, and um, it, it came kind of as a result because he was becoming increasingly frustrated and impatient and preoccupied with the people in his church. He became short and just not really happy uh, with the people in his church, that the, they weren't learning fast enough, they weren't doing what he wanted them to do, and he was frustrated. So he took a sabbatical, a mandatory sabbatical, and he went and visited his friend Dallas Willard. And my favorite parts of the book, actually, are when Dallas gives John advice I think Dallas would have been someone, he passed away in 2013, he would have been somebody that I would have loved to have met, seemed to be an amazing man in this book, and those are my favorite moments. Um, and uh, so so John goes in and meets with him as he normally does in Box Canyon, California, and Dallas hears his frustration, hears John's, all of his frustration with all of the the things going on in his church and and what what's not going well for for John and he he Dallas listens and takes a long pause and says to John you must arrange your days so that you are experiencing deep contentment joy and confidence in your everyday life with God I'm going to say that again because I'm saying it to you You must arrange your days so that you are experiencing deep contentment, joy, and confidence in your everyday life with God. Talk about soul keeping. This is incredible advice, so simple that John kind of misses the point in the beginning. He says, no, no, no. I'm kind of looking for a book that everyone should read or something that I can bring to the people in the church that a program maybe that everyone should go through to or a prayer system everyone should commit to some something a system a pro- program a book that, that that I can use to help get people back on track because they're the ones with the problem and what I love about it is that Dallas says yeah I heard you I heard you And uh, if your soul is unhealthy, you can't help anybody, is what Dallas says. You don't send a doctor with pneumonia to to care for patients with immune disorders. 
you and nobody else are responsible for the well-being of your own soul. You and no one else are responsible for the well-being of your own soul. Then John goes on and says, I'm trying. I learned long ago about the importance of having a quiet time when I read the Bible and do daily devotions. I do my best to start each day that way. And then Dallas gently corrects him again and says, I didn't say anything about having a quiet time. People in churches, including pastors, have been crushed with guilt over their failure at having a regular quiet time or daily devotions. And then, even when they do, they find it does not actually lead to a healthy soul. Your problem is not the first 15 minutes of the day. It's the next 23 hours and 45 minutes. You must arrange your days so that you are experiencing total contentment, joy, and confidence in your everyday life with God. Then John goes on to ask Dallas, but how can I have total contentment, joy, and confidence? My work isn't going nearly well enough. Lots of people are not happy with me. I'm inadequate as a pastor, husband, and father. Every week I carry the burden of delivering a sermon and knowing I'll have to feel the pain if it doesn't go well. Now, I want to pause for a minute and just see if you can put yourself in the shoes don't put your past in, you're not a pastor necessarily, but just put yourself in the shoes of what John is saying. Every one of us deals with this, all of these outward experiences. And Dallas then goes on to, to further say, I didn't say you should experience total contentment, joy, and confidence in the remarkable adequacy of your competence or the amazingly successful circumstances of your life. It's total contentment, joy, and confidence in your everyday experience of God. This alone is what makes a soul healthy. This is not your wife's job. It's not your elder's job. It's not your children's job. It's not your friend's job. It's your job. The stream is your soul, and you are the keeper. That's so frustrating, isn't it? In some ways, it really is, because we want someone to give me, give us all of the answers. We want someone to just tell us what to do, and we'll do it, right? We want a system. We want, we want someone to take care of it for us. And can you even just see how John is kind of just whining about his situation? And there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay, too. That's okay. We all need to have an outlet. We need to have somebody to complain to or whine to or be upset with. That's not a bad thing. Our soul needs needs someone like a Dallas Willard. And Dallas Willard for John was in, in some ways the person that spoke to his soul. They were soul brothers in Christ, so to speak. And uh, I really love hearing the interactions in this book, Soul Keeping. Most importantly, how, to, how am I applying it in my life? Well, I can just tell you that I've been endeavoring to spend more of my days, more of the small moments in my days, the moments where I can take God with me, take God into those situations. Now, I've certainly forgotten God for hours and hours at a time in my day, but there have also been times very consistently where I've just sensed his presence. And I can tell you a huge difference between the two. 
And that's okay. We're not called as believers to be perfect when we accept Christ. Put that off of ourselves. Take that off of you. Our soul is being sanctified. Our soul is being saved. Our spirit is saved. Our soul is in the process of being saved. That's the part that we're working on, and our body will be saved. So don't worry about the perfection. Take that off, and I've had to take that off. And so I've noticed a huge difference between the two. I find that when I carry God with me through my moments, small moments, little moments, I make decisions that are less selfish. I make decisions that are more in the best interest of others. And ultimately, also in the best interest of myself, ironically, if I put others first, it tends to be the best thing for me because I'm content. I'm content. I can't manufacture contentness. I can only, it only happens when I, when I take God with me and I begin to let my soul rest in him. And when I do, good things happen. So I want, you, I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Let your, your soul rest in God where it's supposed to be. Be a good keeper of your soul. The best place to start doing life with God is in small moments. I hope this is encouragement for you today, friends. Share about it in the Courageous Community, how it's impacted you. And share and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. I look forward to being with you again on another episode of Courage Cast. I'm Eric Nordoff.